Hi there, and welcome to the ATS Podcast with me, Will Brown, and John Soulsby, where we break down chunks of health and fitness information into bite-sized pieces, remove a bunch of the noise, and just leave what's relevant. Um, today we are on episode 33, and our topic is uh, warming up. Yeah. Put the heating on. Well, you probably... <laughs> yeah, not in this economy. I actually have to do a warm-up now. I can't do the old joke <laughs> yeah, one. God damn it. So... I mean, part of the part of an effective warm up is in the name, uh, warm, like uh, increasing uh, core body temperature is a reasonable part of a good warm up. Um, mm-hmm. If you want a, a fairly accurate and concise set of things to do, if you want to build a warm up, what you are looking to do is uh, you can follow the acronym RAMP, which is quite useful. Which is uh, the R is raise body temperature. The A is activate, as in activate the nervous system. Uh, M is mobilize, and P is potentiate. So, what the fuck does that even mean? Um, raise heart rate, like raise body temperature, raise heart rate. Um, you're looking for increase body temperature, increase heart rate, um, increase respiration rate. Increase blood flow and increase joint viscosity, which just means like move about. Like if you're one of these yeah. people that like the first squat you do of a workout when you just go and sit down like just on your body weight just crunches about five different things, like various rice krispies seem to happen. Um, that's what we mean. Like it just gets a bunch of fluid and stuff kicking around. Increase blood flow to the local areas. Increase respiration rate, increase heart rate, increase body temperature. Again, if you feel kind of rough and you go into the gym and you warm up and you're like, oh, I actually feel you know, like a decent bit better. Yeah. That unsurprisingly, like a quick body temperature increase, heart rate increase, and like r- respiratory rate increase will do that to you. Also, getting the blood flowing, same deal. It just gets everything kind of moving on more cylinders than it was. Yeah. Uh. Secondly, we're looking to do activate and mobilize. Uh, This can get a bit muddy. Um, Again, activate would be specifically if we are looking to do activities with a high level of nervous system excitement. We want to kind of prep for that. Specifically, plyometrics, jumps, sprints, things that would require a high degree or high demand on our nervous system to yeah get going um yes heavy lifting is a nervous system intensive activity or like it requires like nervous system coordination and firing and stuff however you're going to get that warming up in your warm-up weights if you're specifically lifting like power lifting weight lifting you're going to get a bunch of that when you work up so you don't really need to do it in this step and uh, we cover that later but yeah with um, jumps, sprints, plyometrics, that kinds of stuff. You need to get it kind of going at the start and then build up because obviously you, a lot of them are open chain. You have to kind of relatively build up. Like you don't, like your sprint workout isn't determined by how much weight you add to your sprint. It's mostly determined by like the intensity or relative intensity of sprint or distance that you're doing. Yeah. And. I'd say it's definitely key to kind of like slowly ramp up to it. Um, oh yeah, don't don't just don't just hit like yeah hit some ten yarders at like fifty percent and then you're like right test in time. 
because well a performance wise it's terrible but b it's actually the impacts from plyometrics and sprinting as part of that is far higher than squatting oh yeah you'd never be able to squat that kind of weight no no uh, one would no one would be yeah so definitely trying to like the old adage of being like oh yeah sprint at 50 percent now 60 percent obviously no one can be like I am going to output sixty percent of my maximum power. Like you can't do it, but it's like the theory of kind of just going up in lots of little stages. Yeah, you're you're attempting to increase relative intensity gradually yeah. over a reasonable warm up with plenty rest to the point where you then work up to a certain amount of work at a very high, let's say, full intensity. The, um, yeah. yeah, good luck fucking measuring 57% of your 1RM sprint. Like, mm. anyway. Uh, mobilizing. Again, that's a bit contentious with me just because I'm not entirely convinced a lot of people need to mobilize or, like, again, mobilize stabilizing. I feel like more people will get a lot more out of stabilizing than they will doing any kind of foam rolling or mobility stuff. Uh, mainly cause how do I want to like put this concisely the likelihood that any yeah like the, the, for starters the likelihood that you actually lack mobility in any given range like the joint will not pass through the range required is very low uh, most of the time it's the stuff that it, like the the other muscles or the muscles that are required to make it go through the full range are just either weak overall or just asymmetrically weak in that like for example you can hip extend real good because you got big thick glutes but you can't hip flex worth a shit because you don't do any hip flexor work and your hip flexors are really small yeah. unsurprisingly when you're trying to access that top range of hip flexion for sprinting or you know, for a stable bottom position in a squat, that's probably what's going to give first and going to give you, like, if you're squatting, that kind of pinchy, weird feeling in, like, in your hip crease when you're down there or just a kind of weird instability, lack of performance. Or, again, it's going to affect your stride length when you're trying to sprint or your ability to, like, you know, um, scrape and recover and then go through your next stride. So... It's not like a, you can't squat because you aren't that mobile. It's probably just you're weak in some weird wee place that you need to not be weak in. Or it could be a bunch of other things, depending. But, like, that's probably, like, unsurprisingly, doing some, like, isometric hip flexion holds with, like, high-tension core activation and stuff is going to be a lot more beneficial to both of those examples than just doing a sofa stretch. Yeah. Because, again, number one, your hip flexors probably aren't short. Like... Unless your bones have shrunk. Um, anyway, that's a whole different podcast argument. I'm going to get off on a rant. Uh, <laughs> and lastly, we just want to potentiate, which is essentially just do some low-level practice and work up. So, like we kind of alluded to in sprints, similarly with lifting, you don't come in, squat the bar for, you know, like five reps, and then you're like, cool, I'm working up to 80% for fives. You don't just chuck that on immediately. Um so you'd maybe do like the bar then like you know usually most people will stick a small plate on or a big plate on stick a plate on stick like an in-between then another plate in between like whatever it happens to be 
take like a good four or five kind of warm-up sets depending on how many you do sometimes if you're quite new to the gym you might not have that many options in between but just do two to three reps make sure everything's feeling okay like on the way up use it as a guide to how the training is gonna go but like actually pay attention like number one an another one that commonly comes up is folk being like oh i mean the warm-ups felt like ass but now that i'm kind of like in it my working sets feel great it's like well yeah it's probably because you were dicking around during the warm-up like you were just shooting the shit with your pals kind of half paying attention walking the bar out mid-conversation doing a few reps and then putting it back and being like oh it's not feeling good today but then when you actually dial in and focus you're like oh no i feel great Yeah, I think um, warm-ups frequently get kind of just overcomplicated. Like, I think especially when we're talking about mobility, just people endlessly doing stuff for like 30 minutes. Like that. Oh yeah, it should. It literally should probably be about five minutes. Yeah. Like if we want, um, if we want, so again, if we want an example of a full warm-up, is literally the warm-up I do for squats right now. Um go in fucking i don't know get the getting my getting like getting my knee sleeves on before i put my squat shoes on and not get like if i forget that's a good like body temperature increase because i get annoyed uh yeah. that gets the heart rate up almost immediately uh jump on the c2 rower do like 500 meters or something essentially just go until i feel like i'm at a point where i'm like getting uh, like a little bit sweaty like i can feel a noticeable temperature increase like if you if you felt that kind of warm on a bus you'd probably take your coat off yeah like that kind of just at the point of like if i stay this warm with this much clothing on it's gonna be a little uncomfortable like i'm gonna get sweatier um then i mean i also have a one of those funky those fancy little like watch things that tells you your heart rate so just wait yeah. for a heart rate elevation notice a respiration increase rate again if you can still shoot the shit and talk all the way through your warm-up like even at the end you probably you're either in decent shape or you haven't noticed like a decent recovery like you you, you should notice it being a little less comfortable to talk yeah um i get off i go to the rack i do some dead bugs just to get the abs on um mostly because i find myself the main one i actually get out of dead bugs is like i add a reach so i lie there again if you have never done a dead bug you lie on your back with your feet and arms like with your feet tucked up and your arms straight out in front of you kind of like a dead bug uh however a key coaching point uh, that i've added in recently is to really add like a reach into the into the arms and that mm. almost always gives me some kind of delt cramp because i'm just i spend loads of my day kind of jacked up and shrugged up so loads of my traps and delts and stuff get like really really quite t tight so when i actually turn that serratus on stuff just gets crampy but once that eases off it's all good and yeah just extend my feet out towards uh like away from me so like i'm trying to heel tap the floor it gets a bunch of tva and core muscle going because i have to resist my hips extending from the from the ground whilst i'm lying there i'll get up and then i'll do i do like i don't know three three reps aside or something like with decently hard breathing uh get up and then i do some of those hip flexion iso holds which is i literally pick my leg up 
like standing nice and tall i pick my knee up like in front of me as high as it will go without any like either my butt tucking under or me having to round down to get it closer to my chest and then kind of brace my core and just let go with my hand and try and hold it there for as long as i can or until i do about three breaths and then i'll do the other side and i'll essentially repeat that drill but instead of it being like straight up and down in front of me in hip flexion i'll pull it out to the side for squats because i use a bit of an abducted stance so i need some of that abduction range going on some of that lateral hip going and then just do yeah like five to six like kind of lunges each side like decent controlled knee touch lunges just to get the legs warmed up a bit and then i'll just hit the bar but that literally takes maybe five minutes all in depending on how angry i get at the knee sleeves at the start yeah, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I think, like, yeah, as you say, a lot of people get like mad focused on like doing tons of mobility and foam rollers and stuff. Yeah, like it won't unless your physio is giving you a bunch of stuff to do because you're broken. You don't, so... I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't think they will. Like, you're not going to elicit they, a whole bunch would, of change. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, there's, I'm sure there's examples where you have a couple of things, more things to do than others, but it's not. Yeah, like it re- or it shouldn't be much more. Like if your warm up takes fifteen minutes, it's too much warming up. Like, come on. <clears throat> but yeah, um, but yeah. Anything else we want to cover for warm up stuff? I think that's pretty much it. No, it's pretty. As I say, I, I feel it's in general very overcomplicated. Um, yeah. Nice. Well, we will catch you guys in the next episode then. <laughs>